Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which first base prospects will make the biggest impact in 2023? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. Today is Saturday, October 29th. I am Frank Sample, joined by The Welsh. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. You bet your sweet Willie it is. First base prospects to know for next season. The top five here, we've got Miguel Vargas, who will have first base eligibility on CBS, Tristan Casas, Matt Mervis, Michael Tolia, and Tyler Soderstrom. Of course, Soderstrom going to bounce around between catcher and first base. Let's start all the way up top here, Welsh. Miguel Vargas, how confident are you that the Dodgers will find a way to play him at least semi-regularly next season? I feel pretty confident about that, that he is going to be a part of the rotation. The bad case could be that maybe they've set a precedent to like what we saw with Gavin Lux in the past about how they treated that. That could be the worst case situation. So maybe he gets 300 bats this year. Uh, The best case scenario is the amount of free agents that they've got right now. We don't know how many are coming back and at what level. You know, if they go all in on a guy, let's say, oh, I don't know, Frank. Aaron Judge. Can they bring back a Trey Turner? Could they bring back a Justin Turner at any cost? Maybe not. And maybe they're going to have to have a couple big expensive bodies to go with a couple really good, nice, cheap players that they get in the minor leagues. And that's what Miguel Vargas provides. Um, Good homers, stolen bases, great plate presence, batting average. He's a uh, 3-4-5 slash type of guy. He's played third base his most of his minor league career first base as well. He started playing in the outfield. So you're going to get a first base guy that can move around. I think he gives them the flexibility that they want because we, like you said, we don't know of these guys who's really going to end up coming back because they can't afford everybody. Can they? Can they? <laughs> they, they probably can, but I guess we'll find out. Trey Turner, free agent. Justin Turner has a club option for, I believe, 16 or $17 million. So that is quite a bit. Let's take a look at Tristan Casas and Matt Mervis. Lots to like here. Welsh, Tristan Casas got off to a slow start. Only played 27 games with the Red Sox. His final 13, he hit 316, three homers, a 1069 OPS. Three of his five total home runs went to the opposite field, which I just mm. love to see yep. from a young slugger. Matt Mervis, the hype train, is leaving the station because people are excited and rightfully so. He hit 309 with 36 home runs in the minors last season. And there's a chance that he is on the opening day roster for the Cubs next season. Which one do you like more for 2023? Tristan Casas, Matt Mervis. I'm going to go with Tristan Casas for this season, even though I, as we are recording this, I just got to film Matt Mervis hitting an absolute bomb and the Twitter people are all jumping on it. Cubs are liking the uh, tweet about it. Everyone's liking it. Matt Mervis is the hot hand for a lot of uh, right reasons, but I don't want to give up on Tristan Casas. And I think that prospect fatigue can make you forget about what a great player this is. They gave up on Bobby Dahlback. I don't think they're going to do that with Casas. He is a technician as far as his own approach goes. He understands his hitting approach. He's got best pure raw power. Even of all these first basemen we're talking about, Miguel Vargas is a little bit of a tweener. Um, Mervis has got shown huge power, but 
I think it's not even in the same maybe range as what we've seen with Tristan Casas before. And given the opportunity, he's going to roll. And a nice little plug, if you guys listen to the full podcast form where we talk about the first baseman, you can find out should you trade Matt Mervis for Tristan Casas in Dynasty right now? Because this is redraft, but we do ask that question in Dynasty. Mm. Do you think you would feel comfortable with either one of those guys as your starting corner infielder? Let's say you know they're both on their respective opening day rosters. Ooh, um, would I feel comfortable with them as a corner infielder? Yeah, I think I could be comfortable with them because if I did, my assumption is I probably went really heavy on my starters. And if Matt Mervis is there, the one advantage he has is I think he could hit higher in the order. See, I don't believe Matt Mervis is going to break camp. I know a lot of people want him to, and there's a lot of thought that he could. If he does, great. But I feel like you're going to get more at-bats from Casas in that um, I think Mervis could hit higher in the lineup than we're going to see from Casas. So in that case, both would feel good if you're giving me the option that Mervis is already uh, with the team. I could get down with both of them as my corner infielder. All right, last one here is Michael Tolia, who will have just outfield eligibility to start the season on CBS, but basically split his time evenly between outfield and first base. I have a feeling he's going to earn that eligibility as the season goes on. Big power, 30 home runs in the minors last year. He played 31 games with the Rockies, 37% strikeout rate. So Welsh just kind of just looks like the typical slugger. Lots of power, lots of strikeouts. What do you think? Yeah, and the uh, the one difference of everything you just said, because I agree, uh, you know, big power, batting average issues or strikeout issues. There is one caveat to this. He plays in Colorado. And Colorado is always the extra boost that we are going to give a little bit of an advantage of over other players. If he gets that first base qualification, that's great. We're kind of cheating here a little bit because talking about, you know, prospects that are going to be first basemen. Like Tyler Soderstrom is tough because he's young, but he got up to AAA. He could be exciting if the uh, A's decide to move him up. But Tolia in Colorado with regular at-bats, let's, uh, let's take that chance. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back in on Tuesday morning. Bye-bye. CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. You speak. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.